Neshama Shav and Aliyah, again, Eli Nishmas David Ben Zalman. Amen. Chaim, Baruch Atah, Dignoi, Lahina Melech, Elam Shakoni, Bedvaroi. Amen. And we have a couple extra seats on this side. More than a couple. Quite a few extra seats. Please, everyone, come sit down. Anyway, this morning's Breakfast Alert program, we'll be discussing the topic, very interesting topic. Uh, a Talmudic take on, on uh, a timeless tale, we could call it, Talmudic take on the story, the well-known story from the parish that we named yesterday, Chayisara. Eliezer was sent to find a bride for Yitzchak. And um, a lot of details in this story, a whole, a lot of drama, suspense. And then he comes back with Rivka, the bride. He comes back with Rivka. And... Uh, A lot of details that, that at first glance, okay, that's just part of the story, that's uh, building the drama, building the suspense. But I want to focus on one thing before we get into the, the real kishkas of the matter. Something that, again, at first glance is not troubling, but it's, it's interesting if you look at it that the, that the Torah doesn't really explain this. Eliezer never explains himself, and it's kind of like left hanging and dangling what exactly the motivation is over here. He comes, everybody knows the story, he travels out to Haran, he knows he's supposed to find the correct wife for Yitzchak. Uh, he sees this, he says, tells, makes a deal with God, Hashem, please, you know, let it that the girl who comes out and not just offers me water, but offers my camel's water, she's the right one. He made a, he made a sign, he made up a sign with God and God answers him. And as soon as Rivka comes out, so it says he puts all this gold on her. Becca, Mishkala, Shnei Tzmidim al Yadeha, Asar Zav, Mishkalam. He gives her bracelets, he gives her, uh, he gives her a nose ring. Okay, he gives her all kinds of jewelry, and and some commentators will we'll get to this in earnest very soon. Some commentators say he actually did a, an act of kedushin. We know a kedushin, like a betrothal, like we do at the chuppah. you give a ring, and and you know you can. We know the halachas. You can dispatch an agent. You can do, you can do kedushin through through an agent. So many say that Eliezer at this point, by giving her the jewelry, he did an act of kedushin. This was a betrothal. Then he comes into the house. Rivka brings them to the, brings him home to meet her, her um, father Bisuel and her brother Lavan. They give him to eat. They're excited to host this guest. Boy, Baruch Hashem says Lavan, come, come, you're, you're a blessed person. Come into our house. He comes in. Vayusam lefan of lechol. They give him a plate to eat. Bagels, lax, probably cream cheese. Remember, he says loy oichal adim dibarti devoroi. Pasuk, a pasuk of the Torah is telling us that his response to them was, "I'm not eating until I've had my piece. I have to speak first. I refuse to eat before I speak. I got to speak first. So what's interesting is, again, it doesn't bother so much when we read through this quickly. Okay, he's saying that I got to talk. I have something to share. I'm not going to eat yet. But on the other, why not? He never explains himself. Eliezer never quite tells us what his reason is that he's not eating." Before he finishes speaking, again they put him a whole, they make him a whole, a whole plate, a whole, a whole spread. He's probably very hungry, very weary. Chazal tells us he made the entire journey in one day. It was a very long trip. He arrives all dusty and and weary, fatigued. They give him to eat, and he says, adim I'm not eating till I speak." So again, here's a question: What exactly is the reason behind this? Why is Eliezer refusing to eat before he speaks? Make him his ownness. Wash, have a, have, get a little bit of food in you. You'll, you'll speak even better. You'll tell the story even better. So we're going to leave this question dangling for a moment. We know it happens to be that Chazal do tell us that this refusal to speak saved his life. 
we're told that they gave him poison. They poisoned his food. They were trying to kill him. And they put poison in front of him. And his Vayusam, and it's read as, 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 as we, we read it, Vayusam, it's read, it's written Vayisam. The, we're told that the, the angel came and switched his plate for Besuel's plate, Lavan's father, Rivka's father, and in the end, uh, Besuel ate from the poison food. Besuel died. That's why Lavan and Besuel are speaking in the beginning of the story. At the end of the story, all we see is Lavan. We don't see Besuel anymore. So Chazal tells us, Malach came and switched the plates around. The well-known Medrash and Besuel dropped dead in the middle of the story. That must have also been quite dramatic. Um, so this refusal to eat immediately did save his life. The question is why? Why did he not eat right away? So we'll, we'll put that question on hold. But let's get to another question. So we have a story over here that Eliezer was sent to find a bride, a kala, a shidduch for Yitzchak, and the, 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 the simplistic reading does seem to indicate that he was Makadashir. He gave her the jewelry, he gave her the, 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 the bracelets and the nose rings. And this is problematic because it seems to go against a, an explicit Gemara in Kedushan, well-known Gemara. The Gemara tells us it's actually usher to get engaged to someone, to a girl, without seeing her first. Gemara says... Oh, very good. Excellent. Okay, that's another problem too. Very good. Very good. We're going to ask that one also. What? Hasidish Shemais. He can't ask a question, but this is Parshas Chayisara. The Litvax learned this Parsha too, right? Picture counts, yeah, but you didn't see a picture? Yitzchak didn't see a picture. He didn't FaceTime her. Maybe she was universally beautiful. Maybe. Okay, good. Let's go in order over here. Before, If we don't go in order, we're all going to end up out of order, Rabbi Max. So let's please let's please go in order here. Okay. We have a Gemara in Kedusha. On Daf Mem Aleph Amid Aleph, the Gemara says, Amar of Yehud, Amar Av, Yitemir of Lazar, Asr la'adam shikadashas bita. Okay, but that's not the Asr that we want yet. Here we go. This is the other one. Um... Uh, <clears throat> you're not allowed to get engaged to a woman until you see her. It's an isser, a prohibition. Usser, you're not allowed to get engaged until you see what the woman looks like. So we have a major problem over here. Eliezer is engaging Rivka on behalf of Yitzvah. He's betrothing her. He's giving her the Kedushin. And it goes against the Gemara and Kedushin. The Gemara tells us you're not allowed to do this. And there's another problem over here with the story as well. The second problem is, as Ravel Yaber is pointing out, how how could he have done the Kedushin, Eliezer? Eliezer is an Evid Avram. He's an Evid Kanani. An Evid can't become a Shliach. An Evid Kanani cannot become an agent. Can't become a proxy. The only person that can do a, a, a act on your behalf that can be a proxy is someone who is in the same halachic sta- has the same halachic status as you. That he can do whatever you can do. You can... Be Makadash a woman, he can be Makadash a woman. That's who can be your agent, your proxy. Eliezer is never, never Kanani is not within the same realm of Kedushin. He can't do Kedushin on his own. And, and so the, the Gemara tells us you can't send an Eva Kanani to be your Shliach. Here, Eliezer was sent to be the Shliach to do Kedushin for Yitzchak. He, he was an Ev- Eliezer Evid Avram. Why, Evid, why Evid, Evid, Jewish? Evid. Jewish? What's the matter? Why is Rivka Jewish and he's not Jewish? He was an Evid. Rivka's not an Evid. He's an Evid Kanani. Rivka wasn't, wasn't the Shifcha Kananis. So why was she Jewish? She, she can convert, but never Kanani. She's stuck as an Ever Kanani. Anyway, Avada, she can go ahead and be Ms. Gaia, right? She did she Yeah, yeah, sure. But she wasn't stuck as a Shifcha Kanani. Eliezer's Ever Kanani. He can't do Kedushin. So how can it be a Shliach? So two problems with the story over here. One is, how can an Ever Kanani be a Shliach? Okay, let's remember that question. The second question is, how can Yitzchak get engaged to Rivka without seeing her first? It goes against the Gemara and Kedushin. So the, the, the commentators ask these questions. 
you know, we want to, we do believe, the Gemara tells us that the, the, the forefathers kept the Kaltar Kula. They were aware of the rabbinic prohibitions. They were able to intuit them. Avram Vinu kept, kept Shabbos, including all the Rabbanas. He did Erev Tafshil, and the Gemara tells us they were able to intuit all the, the entire Torah to come. So, they're certainly aware of this Gemara Kedushin. Why then are we having a, uh, how, how, how can Eliezer be Makadish Rivka on Yitzhak's behalf without Yitzhak singer first? It goes against this, this injunction. So the truth is, the Balei Toysvah say in several places, as a result of this question, say, yeah, this wasn't Kedushan. Eliezer wasn't Makadisher. Mm-hmm. Eliezer was just sent to find a girl and bring her back for Yitzchak to consider. And I, he gave her all the jewelry. Yeah, he gave her gifts. He gave her nice, you know, women like jewelry, girls like jewelry. So he gave her jewelry. But this wasn't Kedushan. He wasn't Makadisher because of this aforementioned problem. So it's very fascinating take, but according to the Balei Toysvah, there was no Kedushan until Rivka comes back to Yitzchak, until Yitzchak is able to see her in person. At that point, Yitzchak is Makadashar on his own, but Eliezer actually did not do the Kedushan. That's how seriously the Bali Tysis take this problem. Okay, that's the Bali Tysis. Um, they say that, uh, the famous Tysis in Ksubis that says, that says this idea, that the, the, their com- in their commentary on Chumash they say this, so they understand that there was no Kedushan going on over here. However, there are sources that clearly say otherwise. And, and, and Tysus himself brings down these sources, although he, he disagrees with them. But there's a, a, a medrash from Chazal Pikadur Ablezer. And Pikadur Ablezer does say clearly that Yitzchak did, that, 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 that Eliezer gave Kedushin to, Yit, to Rivka on behalf of Yitzchak. She was indeed betrothed. At that point, the jewelry was cast of Kedushin. This was an act of Kedushin. This was an act of betrothal. And Eliezer, in fact, did create a halachic act of engagement of betrothal. There are clear sources like this, which means that although there's an approach that no condition occurred, and that's an easy way of getting around the questions, that doesn't exempt us from dealing with the questions, because the questions do have to be dealt with either way, because there are sources that believe that condition happened. So, if you say condition happened, we're back to square one. If Eliezer did an act of betrothal, engagement, he gave her the ring, he said, Harei how can we get away with that? How can the, the parish get away with that? How can Yitzchak and Eliezer get away with that? When it flies in the face of this Gemara and Kedushin. So the commentators deal with this problem. We're going to go through a couple of very interesting takes on this. Two of them are like variations on one idea, and there's a third that uh, kind of stands alone. And the, 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 there's two uh, um, <clears throat> variations on one basic approach. The first basic approach is like this. Good, the Gemara says, Usr, you're not allowed to get engaged without seeing the woman first. But is that is that a, 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 a um, unequivocal binding is that there's no way around. What if somebody says, you know, I don't care about looks. To me, you know, all women look the same. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not particular. I'm not picky. And he, and, and he, and he tells us, I'm not a picky person. I'm going to accept this woman for however she looks. I, the Gemara says, Usr. The Gemara says, you're not allowed to do it. Is, is it still Usr? Are you still not allowed to do it? He's not normal, so he's allowed to marry her. Because he's not normal. It's an interesting svara. Um, so anyway, the Noida Behuda actually deals with the Shaila. The Noida Behuda, the famous Noida Behuda, who's one of the, what he establishes Psaq Halacha for all, for, for all times. The Noida Behuda says, the Gemara says, also you're not allowed to do it, but it's not, the Chazal, where's the Israelite, the prohibition? It's not, a, Chazal didn't make a injunction within the bylaws of Kedushin. It's not that they said, the same way we know there's a lot, you can't do Kedushin unless it's in the presence of, witness, presence of witnesses. And you have to have a certain amount of money. It has to be worth a certain amount. These are all prohibitions, parameters of Kedushin. 
when Chazal said you're not allowed to get married until you see the woman, it's not like another parameter within Kedushan. They didn't, they didn't delineate the, the Kedushan based on that. Is or rather it's, it's, as a personal, a personal, almost recommendation. Yes, it says usher, but they're telling you, you're not allowed to do this because we know you and we know that you're going to be very picky. You can't get married with that thing going because you're going to get picky and it's going to create some vice problems. So says an interview, since it's a personalist or not an isser within the framework of Kedushin, it can be personalized. If I know that I'm a guy, I really don't care. I'm not picky at all. And, and, and I'm, you know, I'm just happy to be married. I'm happy to be married. If I know that I'm not a picky person, this isser doesn't apply to me. And Yitzchak was, was, was such a person. Yitzchak was such a person. And with the Nadi Behuda's argument, we can say that that's why Eliezer was allowed to find a bride for Yitzchak, even though Yitzchak didn't see her first. Yitzchak was allowed to say he's not picky. We can also throw into this, we know that from the Akedah on, Yitzchak's not even really living down here so much anymore. We, we know that it says that after the Akedah, you know, uh, uh, Yitzchak kind of, uh, uh, a lot of, whatever this means, whatever this means, this is now for the, uh, Rebelli mentioned the Hasidish, Sources the Hasidish Swarm, so maybe we'd have to turn the Hasidish Swarm to understand what this means. But we're told that to a large degree, Yitzchak's existence is up there in Himmel. After the Akedah, he really he died. There was Tchias Hamesim. Part of him comes back there, but we know he's kind of like removed from the Velt from the Akedah and on. So he goes blind um, in next week's parsha. All these are like indicative of the fact he's not so active down here like we are. Most of Yitzchak's existence is like a spiritual existence. Okay, so it makes sense then that Yitzchak can say that he's someone that's not as particular and picky when it comes to physicality. So we have the note of Yehuda that he's allowed to get married. So, but halacha lamaisa for us as well, us for our children. You know, if your kid says that he really doesn't care anything about looks, then, then I don't know, then, then you send him to... to, to Center of Bear. But, uh, if you have Mamash at Sadiq of Yid, who says Mamash doesn't care at all, then the Neri Behud is giving him a header and halacha around this Gemara. He says, yeah, for that person, the sister doesn't apply. Oh, very good. This is the next step. Excellent. So Bushi is saying, what about we see a proof from Avram as well? Avram only rec- only chapped, only figured out that so was beautiful when they were on their way down to Egypt. So this brings us actually to our next, uh, very, very good, good for you, Bushi. So, this is our next step. What? Very narrow. Wait, what does that mean? He hopped, she was beautiful. He obviously knew because he's the one to hide her. Yeah. I was thinking you see, have to know how to understand that, Rashi. Not, not only that, you yeah. go in the water. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we the Right, but it could be that was the first time that happened when they went down to Egypt. I mean, no. <laughs> How was there, but when we got married? No. It does. Yeah, but she says, she quotes Abram as having said, wherever we travel, whenever we have to travel, please tell everybody. Please tell everybody we're brother and sister. <laughs> I don't think it says for when we got married. I told her, when we had to travel, I told her, what does it say when we got married? When we left the house of my father. When we had to start traveling. He got, it doesn't say when he got married. This was clearly before Egypt. That's the point. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 I,
Abram never saw Sarah, never looked at Sarah. I don't think that's the Pashup Shat in the Medrash, but that's beyond the scope of. That's beyond the scope. What? Yeah, all right, that's a little bit beyond the scope of this morning's uh, this morning's uh, Breakfast and Learn program. But let's get back to Yitzchak and Rivko. What do you mean Yitzchak died? What does that mean Yitzchak died? That's his story that he really killed him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pashup Shat is not like that. Okay. Anyway, so, um, okay, you guys ready for Gemar and Shabbos? I don't know if you're ready for this. If you're not ready, then um, you'll, you'll file this away, and you'll wait, and when you're ready for this Gemar, you'll come back and share your feedback. But anyone that's ready for this, please, uh, please, well, everyone's invited to listen along. This is another approach. There's a, a Yaakov Emden. Yaakov Emden, who says another idea, how to reinterpret the Gemar and Kedushin based on this Gemar and Shabbos. Okay, you guys ready for this? this is, is Gemar, it's Gemar and Shabbos. Gemar says, there was once a fellow... It's not an Avram, it's not a Yitzchak. A guy in the time of the Gemara, Shenazi Isha Gidemes, he married a woman who was missing an arm. She was missing an arm. Even if she was missing an arm until she died. When she was, when she was time to bury her, that's when he realized, hey, she, you know, she doesn't have a left arm. Okay, but they were married. First they want to say, look, this woman is such a Tznu, they wanted to praise the woman. He, her husband never had. She was missing an arm. Look how near she was. Amar lai ribchi. He said, No, no, no. That's not the person to praise. Do dargebakach. A woman naturally is is a tsenua. Elakam tsenua adam zeh. Look how tsenua her husband is. Shlai hikar bishda. He never had that she was missing an arm. He never had that she was missing an arm. Look how modest he is. Go. So good. Good. Again, to get into the the, the definitions of this, the same lashon that says by Abram that the item was just uh, raised, raised earlier. It says um, only when they went down to Mitzrayim. Avram realized that Sarah was, was quite beautiful. Rashi is the same lesson. Because of the Tznius, Avram didn't realize until they traveled how beautiful she was when he sees her now in, the, in contrast to the, to the uncouth wild people in Egypt. So you have to know what Tznius is. What does Tznius mean? Does Tznius mean you're not allowed to look at your wife? No, that's not what it means. Tznius doesn't mean you're not allowed to look at your wife. It doesn't mean that the highest, highest level is someone who, you know, can't pick out his wife from a lineup, you know, if she gets arrested. That's not what Tznius means. Right? It's, that's neat, right? Tznius doesn't mean Muslim style. Tznius doesn't mean the burqa people. Tznius doesn't mean all these cults. Sneeze needs to be addressed, and maybe this time all the way at the end we'll, we'll get into that. But to get into Sneeze right now is beyond the scope of this, of this class. But, but it does say that someone who's Tsunua didn't realize, didn't realize, didn't bother him. He wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't, wasn't Aymur. We say he wasn't, didn't quite, um, um, pick up on that because it didn't bother him the fact that his wife was missing a limb. Okay, so the Gemara, in, in, in any case, he didn't try to help his wife. No, good, good. Let's say these are all the Zaytuga questions, and we can, we can, we can, we could, we could, we could spend the rest of the class on this Gemara. But let's not do that. Let's keep things moving over here. We have a story in the Gemara. We have an anecdote over here where the Gemara tells us, in any case, that there was a guy. What's the bottom line for us? There was a guy who was married to a woman who was missing an arm, and he only realized when she died. Okay, so that that's the bottom line of the Gemara. However, we're going to address all the um, all the technical issues with this. But the, the Rabbi Yaakov Emden, in the back of the Gemara, says, based on this Gemara, he says, okay, we have another head to head to the Gemara Kedushin. Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, since we see it's possible a guy who's married to a woman and he doesn't realize that she's, she's uh, missing a limb, Shemamina did Tsunua, if a person has the meat of Tsnias, again, without getting into what that means, but Tsnias does, doesn't mean you're dumb. Tsnias doesn't mean you're naive. Tsnias doesn't mean you have the Eugen Zen Farmach. You have your eyes closed. Tsnias means things don't bother you. Certain things don't bother you. That, uh, you know, you're, 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 you're above certain details. It's not where you focus. 
Tzniz means you focus elsewhere. Anyway, as a person who's Tzanua, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, Mutter Lekadosh Isha, Atal Pisha Loyer Eno. He can marry a woman even without seeing her first. Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, if this person, it's, it's, it's presented to us in the Gemara that the guy only realized that she was missing an arm when she died. Yaakov Emden is understanding that he didn't see that initially. He wants to understand that this person clearly didn't check out the girl before he married her. So you see, someone who has this meat of Tzniz is again, is allowed to get married without seeing the girl first. So he's producing another heter to the Gemara and Kedushan and, and, and we can apply that back to you. So we have, right now, we have a Gemara and Kedushan that says you're not allowed to get married without seeing the girl first. We have now two different heterim. The Nodib Yehuda tells us, Nodib Yehuda tells us that if you are just a person who's not particular, he doesn't say Tznua, but you say, I don't care, you know, I don't care as long as she's a woman, I'll get married to her. I'm not, I don't care, I'm not picky when it comes to looks. Nodib Yehuda lets you get married without seeing her first. And if Yaakov Emden is saying, if you have the meter of Tzniyas, you're also allowed to get married. So either one of these could be the solution for Yitzchak. He has a question. Revelle, you bear. Right. What? They have like a... They have like a big closing. You can't see she has a hand because of that. The Gemara obviously talks about looks. Wait, wait, she was wearing, uh, she said sacks. They wore sacks, but sacks go on the feet, not on the arms. Sack? Where'd you get that from? They they dress normally back then. Arabs do! He didn't ever dress like Arabs. Point is, Gemara says, point is, Gemara says that the Gemara says you have to get your wife begotten, Sivayna Fiyamtiv. Doesn't say buy her a new sack? Doesn't say you buy your wife a new sack because she used up the old Shavuot sack and she used a new sack for sukkahs. Get her a nice dress for sukkahs, the Gemara says. That's why I would have said also. If Nerdy Buddha says there's an exception, and if Yakim is saying there's an exception. Potato Right there. Right there. is learning that if he would have checked her out, he would have seen that she was missing an arm. I mean, she checked her out, just didn't notice that. Yeah. No, he says he says that he would have seen the arm also. Okay, there's a final approach. The final approach is like this. The final approach is like this. So you're not allowed to see a girl until you check her out. Can I send my mother to check her out? No one's more critical. Who, who's as much as you think the girl's good looking? Who's the biggest critic of your wife? Of your wife's looks? Your mother, your father, your parents, right? See, so can you have your parents check out the girl for you? Can you have your parents check out the girl? The Gemara says you're not allowed to get engaged till you see the girl. So you may love this girl. You may, you know, think you're enamored with her looks. You can bring her home. Your, your mother's going to say, well, that, that was the best you could do. <laughs> right? So can you have your mother check the girl out? If, you, if she meets your mother's approval, then for sure she's going to meet your approval. So the Shuvah so Svarim, the Pais can say, that this Gemara can also be satisfied by sending your parents. If your father approves of the girl, you're good to go. If your mother approves of the girl, you're good to go. Because if she has your parents' approval, then that's good enough. It just proves that it has nothing to do with looks. It actually has, uh, means that... I don't know. I don't know your parents. Like all of that other stuff. Everything, everything, everything. The Gemara says, you have to take everything into account. Also the looks, also the looks. Um, so anyway, so you can rely on your parents' judgment, say the Tshuva Svarim. You can rely on your parents' judgment if your parents, if she meets your parents' approval. You, there's another way, a third way around the Gemara if she meets your parents' approval. 
So uh, what about Yitzchak and Eliezer? Avram didn't go to check her out. Only Eliezer went. Eliezer went. But Avram trusted Eliezer. Clearly, Avram trusts Eliezer. Avram trusts Eliezer's judgment. So if Avram trusts Eliezer, and, and you're allowed to trust your parents, so Yitzchak can rely on Avram who's relying on Eliezer. That would, that would be a third approach, how Yitzchak's able and allowed to get engaged to Rivka without every singer, because again, you can trust your parents' judgment. Avram's judgment is to rely on Eliezer's judgment. So when you put the whole, all the dominoes together, that's a third way around this. So again, we have we have three distinct approaches over here. How you can get engaged to a girl with that singer first. We have a Gemara Kedushin. You're not allowed to get engaged to a girl with that singer first. Shemit She may become repulsive to you. Shemit is clear. We are talking about physicality over there. The three ways around it are if you forswear yourself to be someone who really doesn't care your looks about looks, so you don't have the sister, or you're you have tznius. Whatever tznius means, tznius means tznius means that you uh, you um, focus on the interior, not the exterior. Or you rely on your parents' judgment. If someone that's related to you checked her out, you can rely on that also. Any of the three would satisfy the story. Now, on the other hand, as we said, there are approaches that learn that there was actual proper kedushin over here. That Yitzchak really was betrothed to... Um, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. So, so good. So we have two basic approaches that we said. Bali Tais learned there was no kedushin, and they dismissed the whole thing. Now, Eliezer didn't really... was was not Makadashir. Tais learns this way... There was no Kedushin. The Kedushin only came when Yitzchak, uh, when she came, arrived back to Yitzchak. The Yitzchak was the one that was Makadashir. But we just spent a while dealing with uh, the approach of the Medrash, of Pekadur Blazer, that really was, there was actual Kedushin. We gave three ways around this Gemara. It, it, just to wrap up, some uh, very interesting um, ideas that also can be read back into the Sukkim over here. We said there were a couple other issues over here, which... which um, one of which is how how can Eliezer be an agent? How can he be a proxy if he's an Evakanani? An Evakanani is an, un, not able to be a shliach, not able to be an agent for someone to do kedushin. I bet the Bedr says that he did do kedushin. And uh, what's this business with with um, Eliezer refusing to eat until he speaks, which ends up saving his life? Ends up saving his life. So first of all. Let's let's uh, speak out a very interesting detail over here. Why why did they want to poison Eliezer? How exactly did they want to poison Eliezer? He had all the goods. He had all the goods. The Pashat of they wanted to poison him because he came with a lot of wealth. And if they poison him, they kill him, they can keep all the wealth. There is a... Uh, back on the agreement as well? What? Didn't they want to go back on the... Didn't the they wanted to poison him as soon as he showed up and, and he told them what, what business he was there on. They wanted to poison him right away. As soon as he said, I'm here to find a bride for you, they wanted to poison him. So there's another, there's a much more, a darker, sinister take on this that the Mavarshim say. Very interesting idea. The love and Basul conspired to poison Eliezer because they were bad people, dastardly people. They didn't want to see Kalal Yisrael flourish. They, they didn't want to see um, Yitzchak be able to continue the line of Avram. They know, like, if Yitzchak has kids, he's creating Kalal Yisrael. Yitzchak is Avram's only son. Avram's not having any more kids anymore. Sarah's not around. Yitzchak is the only hope for Klai Yisrael. They're trying to attack the nerve center of Klai They want to make sure that there won't be a Klai Yisrael. Yitzchak has kids, there's Klai Yisrael. If Yitzchak doesn't have kids, there's no Klai Yisrael. Yitzchak sends a, an agent, a shliach for Kedushin. Now what's the halacha? A very fascinating halacha like this. What happens? Ruvain sends Shimon as an agent. Shimon goes to do Kedushin for Yitzchak. I, Sir Shimon, please go find me a bride. Find me a wife. If she looks good to you, then she's good for me. Here's the money, here's the ring, I want you to be Makadash Adra on my behalf. What's the halacha, the Gemara talks about this, what's the halacha if the proxy, if the agent dies, before he's able to report back to the person who sent him? 
What, what, what was that? What, what? Let me repeat the question. Ruvain sends Shimon to go find a bride for Shimon, a Kalo. Shimon, go do Kedushin for me. Shimon dies and never is able to report back to Ruvain what happened. Ruvain never finds out what happened. We don't know, we don't know, we don't know. We don't know, we don't know. All I know is I sent a guy to find a bride for me. Here's the ring, find a bride, do Kedushin. And he, he dies. What's the halacha now? The status of the guy who sent the agent. He's married. Why? To who? Excellent question. Excellent question. So if Yossi wants to know what difference does it make, marry another wife. The Gemara says you're not allowed to marry anyone. The woman, the woman, the woman. No. The Mishaleh. You're not allowed to marry anyone. Very good, very good. But there's a problem like this. For the following. Maybe he married woman X. And woman X... As soon as I'm married to woman X, I'm usher to a whole package of Arayis. I'm usher to her sisters, I'm usher to her mother, I'm usher to her daughters. So any good, any given woman in the world may be usher me now because she may be the relative of my wife. Yeah, I don't know what happened with the shliach. Well, I don't know what happened to the shliach. You don't have that problem here. He went after a specific family to a specific house. We don't know. We don't know what happened with Eliezer. It doesn't matter, but he was going to a specific house. Okay. We, we, once he walked out the door, one, once, maybe he got lost. He, he still can maybe he found his way. What? Still yeah, Giyaris, he can marry Giyaris. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so the Mavarshim wanted to say, the Mavarshim wanted to say an idea that their, 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 um, their motivation in poisoning Eliezer, they wanted him to not get married. They wanted to not get married. So they're trying to take advantage of this halacha. Wow. That's right. Well, I mean, they knew, they knew the logic. It's just, it's based on, on, on logic. They knew, the, the, the logic is very straightforward. And they plug these back and go to Shepesa, because Yezabari is saying, Arami, Ovid, Ovi, where do you find the love and wanted to destroy Kleistral? This is where love and wanted to destroy Kleistral. By, by, uh, setting up a situation where, where you can't marry anyone. Anyway, okay, so it's good. There's room to ask questions. I agree. There are women that are Giyaris, but uh, presumably the answer to that is that Yitzchak has to marry uh, a girl that comes from Avram's Avram's lineage. So, you love Can the be a love plug anyway? No, I don't think so. I don't. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, okay, good. We're just throwing that out there. So this is this is this is one approach in their motivation of poisoning. I've added the, the Pashup chat is they're poisoning it to run off with all the goodies. Yeah, they poison. They try to poison everyone. With stomach. They poison everybody. <laughs> Make everybody dead. <laughs> what? He brought ten people together with him. The measure said he brought ten people with him. That's why. That's how they learned this. Birchas Erson and Birchas Nasun, because he had ten camels. He said each camel had a rider. You have to have ten people by by Birchas Chasanim. I didn't speak that up, but that's where that's where the picture was is coming from. How old was Eliezer when this was all happening? Forty. 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 Yitzchak, Yitzchak, Yitzchak. Avram's married already. He's Avram set. Yitzchak was completely out of the story whatsoever. He was how can how can he be a shliach? Because Yitzchak made him a shliach. Where does it say that? It says Avram made him a shliach in the post. No, Avram, Avram sent him out on the mission before he goes out. So Yitzchak's Yitzchak shliach for kedushin. Where does it say not like that? Where does the story contradict that? No. Moreover, Avram knows exactly what he goes after. Yeah. Right, that's right. But nobody knows. But if he would have died, nobody would have known what transpired. Nobody would have known. Nobody would have known. Again, maybe he got sedrate. Maybe he got lost. A sandstorm. Who knows what happened to Eliezer? Who knows where he ended up? Right? Didn't have any. There was no. There was no. Uh, no Wi-Fi, but there was no reception.
What? Yeah, Rivka passes Rivka herself, but uh, it's before Mantyra, so Rivka herself can marry herself off. Okay, anyway. But but anyway, in the passage of the story is he did Kedushin immediately. When he gave her the jewelry. Did they say that Pshat? That's why they, they wanted to kill my um, Arami over there. They say that Pshat, the, 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 the Mepharshim that say this whole mouth, read it back into the Agoda of Arami Ayvadavi, they're trying to make sure. Listen, they were. They, they were smart, but they weren't. Arami Ayvadavi, but he wanted to destroy Yaakov, make sure there would never would be a Yaakov, because if Yitzchak's Shliach is, uh, perishes, then Yitzchak can't have a Yaakov. Yitzchak can't get married to anyone. Alright, um, as far as. Okay, there's two more things to speak Turkey. at, okay? Uh, uh, here's the, 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 the cherry on top of the icing, we're gonna do the, then we're gonna do the cherry on top of the cherry. Um, Eliezer says, one sec, one sec, one sec, wait, let's just keep this moving, I'll take the questions in a moment. Eliezer says, I can't eat until I speak. So you guys wanna hear, uh, chat from the Bardichiver? Kedushas Levi, right? Uh, your father was a. That's his, that's his is that name. so? What's your name? Oh. The, the, the Levi oh, says, "Why was it that Eliezer said I can't, I can't um, eat until, until I, I have my peace, until I speak?" So there's a question. This is going back and forth. If he did kedushin, when did he do the kedushin? Was it done when he met Rivka, or was it done after he got their approval? It could be the kedushin happened in the beginning, could it happen in the end. So the Bar learns that the Yitzchak was there. Uh, Eliezer went to do kedushin. To marry her, marry Rivka to Yitzchok on behalf of Yitzchok, and it happened after he gets their approval. After they finally say, "Okay, we'll let it, we'll let it go." This came from Hashem Yotzadaver. This came from the, from God. See, he's waiting to to present them the whole story that, that he wants to he wants to marry Rivka. He wants to betroth Rivka to Yitzchok, and and he needs to present them with his whole his whole his whole story, his whole the background over here to get their approval. And they said, but has something to eat? He says, no, no, I can't eat. I can't eat until I talk, until I tell you what I'm here for. There's a halacha like this. Everybody knows, anyone that ever got married knows, that on the day that you get married, you have to fast. You're not allowed to eat. You're not allowed to eat on the day that you get married. And we do Kedushin and Nisun together. And there's an approach that could be there was Kedushin and, and, and Nisun over here. Why is it that the, so the Chassan's not allowed to, Chassan and the Kala have to fast on the day that they get married? On the day that the, uh, the, the wedding kinyan is done, the kedushin is done. Eliezer sent to go ahead and be an agent on behalf of Yitzchak to do the kedushin, to do the marriage ceremony, the marriage act for Rivka back to Yitzchak. So he's the one that's doing the kedushin. Does Eliezer need to fast? Let's ask a shliach, a shliach for kedushin. If I'm a kaddish, on the day that I say I have to fast, what about a shliach? Does a shliach need to fast? An agent. If you send an agent to do Kedushin, does the agent need to fast? On the day that he's going to do Kedushin. So the passage of Adonat, Rabbi Yossi is saying, of course not. What? He's, he's only getting, he's, he's doing it on behalf of someone else. Why should he have to fast? So the Noise Kalim, now this is, we're going to a literature place now. The Beishmul in Ebena Ezer says the following. He's the, that's the, the, one of the side commentaries there. And Shulchan Aruch, he says, why, why is it that a chasin fasts on the day of his chuppah? Why is he fast? Why is he fast? He's getting married. <laughs> He's getting married. So why isn't he? Why is why is he allowed to break his fast? He's getting married. Why is he allowed to break his fast? Then Rabbi Max. You're ready to there. It's too late now. It's too late. <laughs> so why why is the chassid get married, Rabbi? Why why do we all why, 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 why is the chassid fast when he gets married? 
Why is he fast? Why is he fast? Very good. The first pshat the Beis brings down is that it's like Yom Kippur. It's for kapara. It's of mechilas lichen kapara. But he brings down a second pshat. There's two pshat that the Beis brings down. In Shulchan Aruch. The second pshat he says is that since you have to do a Kenyan Kedushin and you have to be, you know, focused to make sure you're really doing the Kenyan and it gets, has to be done with Das Kaina and you have to know what you're doing. We're afraid that if you eat, back in the times of the when they ate, they, 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 they drank, you're going you're gonna to eat, eating's going to lead to drinking, you're going to get a little bit tipsy, woozy, inebriated, you're not going to have the right Kavana for the Kenyan Kedushin and we're forever going to be in debt that you really have, have, have to have, have the right Das. The Beis Shmuel says this. Says that the Beis Shmuel, second reason why the minute is to fast, to make sure that we're not going to eat and get a little tipsy, to make sure that we're focused for the Kenyan. Dr. Beis Shmuel, what's the Nafkamin? It says the Beis Shmuel himself. The Nafkamin is, if a father accepts Kedushan on behalf of his daughter. Wow. Dr. Beis Shmuel, like the first reason, it's not a Yom Kippur for the father, because he's only a Shliach, but like the second reason, the Shliach also has to fast. Dr. Bar Ditchever, Eliezer is telling him, I can't eat like Uchal. I can't even until I finish talking and neither is You're asking the Kedushan because I have to fast. I'm fasting because I'm a Shliach for the Kedushan. I have to fast to make sure that I have... What's the Kedushan? Fair Ah, okay, good. All right. Good. I, I don't know what to tell you. I have no answer for you. Uh, next, right? Anyway, so this is a, this is a very interesting chat. One final chat over here. And with this, then we'll wrap up and take some questions. Why did Eliezer refuse to eat? He says, I can't eat until, until I speak. So they wanted them to have lunch. They came out with shawarma probably, right? Shawarma, falafel. Yeah, with, with, with the, with the lapa bread. So, why does Eliezer now want to eat? Terrence like this. Another, another. Okay. Yeah. By the way, he says, I can't eat until I speak though. Rebellion is good, but it's not good enough. He says, after I'm done speaking, I'm going to eat with you guys, right? I can't eat until I'm done speaking. What's the pshat? So the pshat's like this. Let's return to Rebellion Bear's own question. How could Eliezer do Kedushin? He's an Evakanani. Evakanani can't be a, a shliach. So that was the only way around this. Avram Avinu had to tell Eliezer the father. He gave him a conditional release. Conditional release. He said, look, I'm sending you to do Kedushin. Now, the only way you can do Kedushin is if you're released from, from your... From your from your slavery, from your bondage, and you're going to become a, a, a ben chayrin. But Avram just doesn't want to just get rid of his slaves for no good reason. What if Eliezer doesn't find the shirk? What if she refuses to come back? So he gave Eliezer conditional release. If you find the right girl and she agrees, so on, 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 on that eventuality, I'm, I'm releasing you now. But if you don't find the right girl, she refuses to come back. I, I'm not releasing you. So he has a conditional release. In other words, pending the success of his mission, he will have been freed retroactively from being a slave. And that would, that's what gives him the ability to do Kedushan. Everybody understand? So Allah is like this. Allah is like this, Rabbi Say. So again, we're, we're, this, this does presume that Eliezer knows all these halachas, but, but the Avos learned Kalasar Kula, they knew the rice is Ender Abban. So Eliezer, a Talmud of Avram, also knows all the halachas. And Abba when there's a meal going on, and Abba has to know his place. You eat together, you, 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 you eat as a group, you eat as, 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 as a group of three, and, and, and you make a zimun afterwards. You make a mizuman. We see Avram Avinu made a mizuman with, 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 with uh, the Arabs, with the, with, the, with the people. They made a mizuman back in the day. Avram was used to making a mizuman of three people. Ebekanani, the Allah is now allowed to make a zimun together with B'nai Kharan. Ebekanani eats with the Avadim, makes a zimun with the Kananim, and the B'nai Kharan eat with the B'nai Kharan and make a zimun with the B'nai Kharan. It's a Mishnah in, in, in Brachas. So Eliezer says, you know, they're giving him to eat. He says, I'd love to eat, but I'm not sure which table I'm supposed to sit at. If my mission is a success, then retroactively I will be freed. 
and I, I my place is with the free people. I make a zimur with you guys. But if my mission is not a success, I have to eat with the avodim. I, I can only make a zimur with the kananim. I don't know yet which way it's going to go. If you're going to agree, if Rivka's going to agree, I can't eat adim until I finish speaking. And I know if it works out or not, then I'll be able to know which table I'm supposed to sit by. I'll know if my conditional release worked out or didn't work out. Then I'll be able to know. You know, do I sit with you guys and make a zimur with you, or do I sit with the avodim and make a zimur with you? Okay, good. That's the Maral Diskin. The Maral Diskin says that approach. That's now take some questions, and it should be an aliyah. After, after, after this, it became a free man. Yeah, yeah, and in fact, he wasn't a free man before. Because then he couldn't do the. Control. It was okay, but why? Why should Abram be Meshachar, a perfectly good slave? Who said he was Eved? The Torah says Eved Abram, Eved Abram, the whole time. By Moshe, it says Eved Hashem. Moshe wasn't Eved. The fact yeah, that, that the Torah says Eved something means meaning that he's Meshachar to the mission of Abram or mission of Hashem by, by Moshe. That's the idea. It never indicated everywhere anywhere that Abram actually bought it as a as an Eved Knani. Yeah. Ever. This, in this fact, <laughs> like saying the portion says that he was poor and he actually voluntarily came to Abra from Zdom. I mean, he wanted Sarah, not voluntarily, but that, that's the idea, right? So he wanted himself sort of to help Abraham on his mission. That was sort of, yeah. So but, again, but that's the only time you find that ever you're right, Rebelli. The lashon of Eved itself is not is not is not incontrovertible proof, but but there are mafarshim that take on this way because he's a Kanani, and it says Noach was told. I'm sorry, Hashem told Noach, yeah, that Kananim are destined to be avodim for the for the descendants of Shem. Abram is fulfilling this by taking Eliezer, who is a Kanani, and making him an Eved to himself. Eliezer was a descendant of uh, was a Kanani. Rashi Rashi says this in the beginning of Chayisar, right? That's why, um, right? Rashi brings it down. Eliezer himself had a daughter. He wanted to make a shidduch with Yitzchuk. And Abram tells him, you're from Canaan, so I can't make a shidduch with you. You're Oror. Oror Canaan. Ebed Right? Rashi brings it down. He was, he was a Canaanite. Eliezer was a Canaanite, so... Uh, right, Rashi brings it down. We generally take on the Midrashim as, uh, you know, we approach Midrashim as... Uh, 